advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am... Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am... Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Loses meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. And I had, I had somebody, um, for the hot sack, but I lost it. Uh, Looking here. They were gunning for it too. They were gunning. There's for a it. ton of good responses. They were like, "When, when can I? Can I finally get a hot sack?" They had posted something and was like, "Can I finally get a hot sack?" And I was like, "Oh, they'd be a good because hot sack winner." Post, but now you can't find it. I can't find it. Of course, it sucks. <clears throat> they have my luck in Vegas. Exactly. <laughs> So if you're uh, a recent listener, uh, we're we're debating on who gets the coveted hot sack. Every week we give out a hot sack brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce, our primary sponsor. It's delicious. It's nutritious. Put it in your mouth hole. Mm. Um, and uh, people will post a picture of them uh, eating it or finding it or seeing it or posing with it or something with El Yucateco. They put it on the Soch, post it somewhere, and uh, we find it. And we uh, give out a prize, uh, which includes doodads, knickknacks, whatnots, and hot sauce. So, could you do Shamika Kung just because that name? I never heard that. Shamika Kung. Shamika Kung. What did Shamika? She make me a cum. It's all a. Uh, it's all text based on the the sack this week. Is it's just telling you about like Oregon Trail? Who named yeah. that kid Shamika? She me died cum. of diphtheria. It said all ramen is good with Elucateco original red, uh, but Nong Shim. Uncle, two, I can't even say what the fuck she said. She got some other fucking next level, fucking shin black. I don't know what she's got. Someone's looking for the shin black, can't find it. That's Juliana Kozak. If that was you the already one. said but, the first one. Oh, is that it? Yeah, we can switch up. Okay, done. <clears throat> Shamika from two twelve. So Shamika from two twelve, look for uh, Frankie Pigeons to reach out to you. Uh, give give Frankie your uh, deets, and uh, you will be the recipient of a hot sack. Uh, for sure. It's also Royce Carrazzo's band from back yep. in the day. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if you knew that. You knew that? Yeah. I knew that. Oh, what is it? it? Shameek, <clears throat> Shameek from 212. Shameek from 212. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh. And as always, a lot of them, a lot of the posts, the, the primary place that we look, um, just to give it a shout out, we haven't really talked about it in a while, um, but with the the gradual decline of Facebook and everybody getting the fuck off of that platform, um, I do want to say there is still one reason to get on Facebook, and that is the unofficial Sofa King podcast uh, fan group that's on there. Amazing people, funny posts. Um, if you like the show, odds are the people that are in that group are very like-minded to you. Um, we still have the same rules that we have on the show, which is we don't talk politics, so that never gets in anybody's way on there. But it's just a, it's really the only reason I go to Facebook um, super cool group of people. 
Um, a, a lot of the times for me personally, when I'm just fucking drag ass and I'm like, oh, fuck, I do not want to re- research today. I'll end up on Facebook on my phone and I see some cool people in the group and I'm like, no, nope, they deserve it. I'm going to research. Yeah, that's really all I do on Facebook, too. So I look at Marketplace, like go see, go shopping for junk that people are selling. Yeah. yeah. But for sure, that's the only thing I look at on Facebook. I mean, it's ni- 90% of what I do on Facebook. You might be like me and just not be on there. At all? Like, yeah, I don't really get on there. Yeah, I go like some posts just to make people feel good. Yeah, I didn't really like it though. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if hey, you be like, oh, Brad Taylor liked your post, and it was like, probably not really. I just fucking, <laughs> I heard you're gonna die, bro. I know. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, I am. That's Sometimes, what I heard. definitely. I am. Um, I almost, I was gonna kill myself down the stairs. Yeah, you talked about it. I did. I, I literally thought about you it. You try to do the Muppet. He's gonna I fucking, said I fucking just go face yeah. first down the motherfuckers, yeah. dude. Like, Marionette himself right down. Well, I felt like my legs got heavy. And my palms, palms were sweaty. sweaty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, is that mom's spaghetti place still going on? I'm no, going to LA tomorrow. It's fucking over. On Sunday. Son of a motherfucking was, bitch. It was Wednesday to Sunday, but yeah. I didn't find out about it till Thursday. Yeah. Well, I'll be there tomorrow. But yeah. No mom's yeah. spaghetti for me. Mm. Next time I go to Detroit. Enjoy I'll the traffic. Yeah, it might be crazy. We'll see yeah, what's up. I can do that traffic. Sucked last week. Fucking stuck, dude. Didn't yeah. move for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Gotta make sure I get the fuck back out of there. Fucking In and out. I like LA. It's cool. Uh, you no, know what's funny is every time I go, right. the fucking phone takes me a different way home. And so last time it took me mm-hmm. through uh, Chinatown, I was like, oh, this is fucking cool as fuck. I no, want to pull the fuck over. I don't have any time. Like Google, like, cool. don't do it. even though I know where I'm going in LA, like so, you know, not all the time, but some of the times, I know stay on this freeway, get off on this freeway, go up here, take this exit, I'm at my place. Right. Now, every time I'm there, like Google Maps is like, you should get off on this street and take the surface for a while. And like I used to do that, and then I would be ass fucked and just fucking so slow, and like I would have been way better off just sticking just on the freeway. Traffic, yeah. but the last couple times I've done it, I've like legit fucking saved time. Like you'll Waze, end up driving. Waze is pretty good about that. Is like it, it'll, yeah, Google Maps it'll, in L.A. specifically has yeah. gotten really good. If it tells me to get off right here, I just fucking do it. That's because usually and, like the side streets are fucked too. You know what I mean? Right. Like fucking. The, the so reason I know it's good is like two lanes. I'll just be bullshit. driving whatever. And then all of a sudden you'll get on a view where you can see the freeway. Yeah. And I've been moving steadily. And it's like, oh, they're just fucking on lockdown right now. Yeah, yeah. Like if I didn't take this exit, I yeah. would have been 15 yeah. minutes behind. No, that's see. my new thing is like. You know. It's like I know ultimately I need to get to 7th Street and I'm right. like I need to be on 7th and then I fucking I'm looking I'm like there's fuck a bunch of traffic dude I'm like third done I'm off boom and just start fucking just counting numbers now right. and I get to roll through some spots I haven't been but the last couple of times it took me home weird ways and I was like that's fucking that's cool man I got to see cool shit or I take little side detours and go see the fucking Dunner Mifflin building and shit like that. Yeah. No, I so, love LA there's something about this city that. I used to hate it, man. When I first moved to, to Bakersfield, when we'd go up there to hang out with Andy, I fucking hated Los Angeles. I don't Not like the, it. And there, granted, this is pre-fucking um, GPS, yeah. so it was all about a Thomas guide and you just being lost as fuck. Yeah, it was fuck. nothing but me pulling over and calling it's Andy. It's so being fucking like, spread Andy, out. I don't know yeah. where I am. It's so spread out. You know, but um, yeah, that'd have been a nightmare. Yeah. I, I couldn't have done it back yeah. in the day. I live in the right time period for my condition. Yeah. But I mean. For the most part, I mean, if you're going to do stuff in L.A., you're probably just going down the 5 or the 405. I mean, it's like if you're going yeah. to see a concert, if you're going to the airport. like It just depends. I mean, you're, you're on the, the 10, the 134, the 210. You yeah. know what I mean? Like those those main yeah, freeways, those are, the 60. Yeah. yeah. You know, those are all feeders. But 
Yeah. I love LA. I think LA is cool. I fucking hate it, and I hate the people from there. I fucking hate you. <laughs> Brad just has allergies, you guys. Just I do. Don't take it serious. I'm sorry, guys. Stuffy nose. I'm sorry. He liked your post too. I did. He really did like them. Oh, that's where we started. Physically. But seriously, <laughs> if you uh, if you haven't checked out the group, it's really worth checking out. We've seen a lot of new people pop in there lately, and that's really cool. Um, and just like a legit shout out to Sam Culper and to the moderators. And to what goes on in that group? Um, What's that guy's name? If, Dante Peterson. If you're, mm-hmm. uh, if you're, if you've started listening recently and you're like, "Fuck Facebook," I don't even get on it anymore. Consider getting on there. Answer the questions. If you don't answer the questions, you won't get in the group. Um, also, and, uh, thank you to Frankie Pigeons and thank you to CJ Laser. We shipped out a fucking ton of packages this week, and thank you to everyone that's posting them. You guys are that's mm-hmm. awesome. You guys are actually it's showing up in fucking droves. All over the internet, little fucking dope buttons and yeah, hot those, I was liking some of those. Yeah. I didn't really like you know, them. <laughs> I, like this. I mean, it's so much work doing that shit. It's fucking so many. Like, so we shipped out like fuck. I don't know, two hundred fifty, yeah. two hundred fifty packages. I think this week it was fucking crazy. It's a good problem to have, though. Yeah, it is. So, thank you very much for everyone involved. And then, as always, uh, extra double shout out of thanks to our patrons. Um, most of the, I can't even say, I don't even know if that's true. Many of our patrons are also active on the group, but I'm mm-hmm. sure there are plenty of patrons that aren't active yeah, on I don't, the group. Yeah. There's probably a lot just of, like yeah. the show. But if you like the show and you don't want to fuck around on Facebook, a good way to support us and to stay involved is to go on, uh, www.black slash patreon.com. No, no. Patreon.com. Black slash. www.org no. No. backslash. Okay. <laughs> patreon.com black slash sofa king podcast yes um so uh get on there for just a buck you get all of our bonus episodes if you give us five you get uh, early access uh, all kinds of cool gear random gifts that uh, brent uh, dreams up and designs and implements and ships to people um like the cock hats yeah cock hats never yep. came to fruition but yeah, there are a couple in existence in there. yeah, there's yeah. a couple and uh, since our uh, they're one size fits all had a little stretchy elastic in there. It's cute. Host always hoses us and fucking <laughs> shuts us down. We dodged it this morning. Uh, we I dodged it this screamed morning, at those yeah. motherfuckers. But um, <laughs> if you're a patron, you still get the episodes. Yeah, so, uh, that is true. That's why. That's why I told Brandon. He's like, our fucking site's down again. I was like, well. Good reason to be a patron right yeah. now. Like, if you want to fucking get the episodes, <laughs> though, these motherfuckers, man. That's out of our control. See, these motherfuckers just fucking motherfuckers. They used to Alex Majones us or Malix Majones us. Now they try to rojogan us. Yeah, yeah. now they're rojogan us. Yeah. <laughs> motherfuckers are real rojogan us. Uh, though, I was going to say, you said, though, you know, there's no politics or sports talk in, mm-hmm. in the group, but there is some separation. And that's what the, the FFPs. Yeah. And the non FFPs. True. So that's true. That's really our only. There, there are levels to this. Well, it's shit. when they start making so. vests. You know what I mean? That was the thing. That got weird. It was like a motorcycle gang almost. You know that's I mean? true. Yeah. Well, the trouble, as with all of history, the FFPs outweigh the patrons. They do. That's you true. know. I mean, there's way, way, way more yeah. of them out there in the world. So you know, the the patrons have to be respectful of the FFPs. You can still look down your nose at them because they're yeah. just fuckface peasants. But you have to, you know, respect them and make and, sure. And know that you're eating cake while they're eating crumbs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have and to your have dad some, loves yeah. you. Make sure the water's running and, you know, they, they, you know, they've got their gruel to eat so that they stay alive and support your wealth. But, um, and they're you know, buttonless this week. They're buttonless. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like a, star you have be- many buttons. They it's have like a star bellied sneech. You are a star bellied sneech and they have no star on their belly. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. just a bellied sneech. Exactly. Yeah. Dude. 
Sneech with a fat fucking belly. But hey, you give a buck, you can be a star-bellied Sneech. Yeah. And not a fuckface peasant. But it's out there. Thank you, patrons. It really means a lot to us. Uh, Thank you, people in the group. It also keeps us active and means a lot to us. And those are just some ways that you can dive in to sculpt culture uh, if you like uh, what we're doing. And other than that, just a quick, quick shout out, as always, to pod, uh, podbelly.com, the website for uh, all of your pod and belly and casting needs, a lot of cast irons, um, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But if you like podcasts, uh, there's a directory there. The cast there. from Friends is not there. The cast from Friends mm-hmm. is not there. No. What's his name? Joey LeBlanc? No, yeah, Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. Get over it. You said it. You only have five seconds. You only have five seconds. No, no. The person who says it has five seconds to get the other He said it. I said the wrong one. No, no, no. I said the wrong name. You actually said it. Bam. So the five seconds is up. So now it's now you have a window. Yeah. No, it's my turn. No, it's just if he doesn't say it in five seconds, I just have to get him. I get the chance. FFPs don't know what's up right now. No, they don't. I forgot they don't know. They don't. Yeah. That's all. That's all due to Hambone. Hambone McClanacock. This is a great Hambone. Yeah. Yeah, Hambone. Turkey Bone Walnuts. Yeah. (laughs) Hambone. Was it Hambone? Hambone Skin Nuts? Chestnuts. Chicken Bone Cashew. Hambone Chestnuts. Chicken Bone Cashew. (laughs) Motherfucker is fucking. (laughs) Hormel Turkey Nuts. (laughs) He asked. Yeah, he asked a question on our bonus episode, and we're still it's going back to it. Sweet eggs and pistachios. What's his name? <laughs> That's, that was his sassy black cousin. <laughs> um, oh man, yep. We're the only ones laughing. People are just like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what kind of drugs are these motherfuckers on?" Pancake peanuts. Yep. That sounds kind of good. I'm that sounds good. Yeah. Actually, I like well, peanut butter pancake. Peanut. Yeah. No, I don't want a peanut butter. Could be crunchy mm. peanut butter. I just want peanuts in the pan. I want regular flavored in pancakes with yeah. pe- whole peanuts I want in the like, pancake. Yeah, I want, uh, I want, I want candied pecans. Ooh, that'd be really good. Yeah, candied pecans. That'd be delicious. <laughs> I like the way you're saying that. Yeah, like, what's wrong with it? <sighs> yeah, candied pecans are good. That'd be delicious in yeah. a pawn cake. It would. I like pawn cakes. Fucking pawn solo. Any pecan solo. Any pecans. Someone should make pecan solo. Just a little Han Solo dressed up, made out of pecans. Daddy, could you put pecans on my pancakes? You actually make a lot of money with pecan solo because you would just have like a whole package that looks like a pecan solo, but mm-hmm. once you open it, it's just got one fucking pecan in it. Yeah, that's a lot and of money. You market. paid like six bucks mm. for like a, a solo pecan. No. Solo pecan. <laughs> mm. There's a lot of money. I like to be that made idea. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Job of the nut. There's a bunch of these. <laughs> <laughs> there's a bunch of these. Uh, I'm sure there's one. Uh, job of the nut. <laughs> we make that one too. Oh, we got two man. down, bro. We get a couple more. We got a fucking line. Product line. Yeah. Almost mm. there. There's not a whole lot. Like, I'm racking my brain. I'm not Me thinking too. very much. Mm. Yeah. You got to be real Star Wars nerdy where you just deep RJ, to make it work. RJD Cashew. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> R-D-J Cash. <laughs> you have the right letters. Like, it's all fucked up. R- R-J, what's his name? R-J-D-2? R-2-D-2. R-2-D Cashew. That's what I meant to do. You might be able to do like C-Peanut 3PO. Because mm-hmm. the P's there. Mm, yeah. That was better it's than R-J-D. It's C-P-3 Hey, it's 3-C-P Picasso, fool. It might have been more accurate, but I don't think it was better. Yeah. You don't like Picasso's? Oh, man. 
You like pistachios. Pistachios. Come on, fucking. Now we don't even have the nuts right. Yeah. We're moving on to like Obi Wanton and shit. <laughs> we exchange food groups. We're on to whole fucking genres now. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Try to tell me that wasn't bad. Whatever. We, we can sell George Lupus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, diseases. Yeah. What do you mean? How are you going to sell that? I don't know. Put lupus on a doll. <laughs> well, actually, you could get the Lucas, the nasty powder that you mm. put on shit, and make that George Lucas. Right. Oh, you could like the candy, the little duck. Yeah, mm-hmm. the little duck. What is that? Is it some kind of chili, chili sprinkle? Chili, yeah. yeah, chili sprinkle is exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Am I wrong? You uncultured swine. <laughs> yeah. It's a chili it, sprinkle. You're right. It's tell chili me, sprinkle. Tell me that is not oh. an accurate description. Salt, There's salt. Okay, it's a chili it's like sour salt. Sprinkle. Yeah, it's, it's like sour salt. Chili sprinkle. That's right. <laughs> Which is a my favorite stripper too. <laughs> chili chili sprinkle. sprinkle. That's a midget stripper for sure, dude. <laughs> it's my favorite. Band. Next up, chili sprinkles. <laughs> Why is chili sprinkles a midget? You know she is. Think That's my favorite. It. The red hot yeah. chili sprinkles. <laughs> I think his sprinkles are small, and you know what I mean. Could be big sprinkles. Now, what if it's big sprinkles? It's not. Big sprinkles, like yeah. Biggie sprinkles. Mm-hmm. No, big sprinkles is thick. I think this big shit, ankles. I think this shit's run its course. <laughs> I think it's time for airmen. <laughs> All right. So our topic today um, is the Tuskegee Airmen. Um, we've talked about the Tuskegee experiment, which was fucked up. Um, the people with. Uh, <laughs> What was it called? They said they Dude, had I gotta bad read the ones blood. in the group. The, one, the group was chiming in with us. They had oh the fucking God. the come DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> they had Obi Wan and Nut Kenobi, George Lucas Lamone, and I don't even know what this one is. That's like that one's a Brad one. I can't even say it. Yeah, I might I, don't, know I can't even say it. Leia Picasso's. Uh Leia Organic or or Oregon. I don't even know. They didn't spell it right. Leia Organ Donor. For the record, I think we would have been better off if you didn't, didn't stop say that. to go back to those. They had to have their time. Those were like Patreon shout-outs. So I didn't say anyone's name. <laughs> Zachary Johnson, Kristen Hintz. Oh, man. This is why we have a podcast and they yeah. don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, good job, though, guys. Like, Thank you. Thank you. Like, good hustle. Good like, hustle. Good. Like. I said like, like. <laughs> 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 oh man so <laughs> the tuskegee airmen um like i said we did the the episode on the tuskegee experiment which was fucked up they had that was episode 134 bad blood is that what they said they mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. bad blood um so they ended up fucking killing half of them um but this is a totally different thing uh, the Tuskegee Airmen uh, were uh, the the first black. I think uh, we had mentioned them in something. What did we mention them in? I think we mentioned them when we talked about that black tank battalion. Maybe. Um, yeah, I know we had mentioned them. I thought mm-hmm. we did an episode on them. And we probably talked about them during the Tuskegee experiment because they Maybe. took place like, in yeah, Tuskegee. True. I mean, it's the same same location. Um, But there's a lot of parallels with that. We've done a lot of war. Tank battalion. Yeah, yeah. and... and yeah. World War Two and yeah. whatnot. So World War, World War, World mm-hmm. War Two, um, Mordor, the Mordor, the George Lucas movie um, that he made after Star Wars, the only movie he's made since the Star Wars trilogies, 
uh, was called Red Tails and was about the Tuskegee Airmen. I didn't know why it was called Red Tails until I started doing the research. Because um, <clears throat> once they got their Mustangs, their P-52 Mustangs, they started painting the the tail fins red. Which I wonder, was that like, you can see me, motherfucker, but you can't get me. It's almost like, look at me in the sky, like red on well, blue. They all, like, or it helped identify each other. I, but think it was the, just, I think it helped identify each other. I mean, every you know, you'd paint a fucking tiger's mouth yeah. near the engine. And I mean, everybody like painted, but I think <laughs> in, in solidarity, I think they all just painted their planes yeah, that, that red on the documentary thing. I watched, that's that was the case. It said that they decided to paint the tail fins red. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was just like a, a move. I, on I, then part. I saw another one. It was like, and they were issued P fifty ones, and they were with red tails. I was like, no, they, they made a decision yeah, to yeah, paint yeah. those. The other yeah. thing I saw because I saw like old dudes talking about it and shit. That's what's great about those documentaries. There's interviews with all those dudes. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. a lot of interviews. Yeah. and that was that was always that's always been something that's fascinating to me is what they paint on their airplanes. It's like when you look at the bomber crews, like they would paint like a sexy girl on the outside of the bomber and they would give the bomber a female name mm-hmm. and they'd paint thing. Like every time they shot down another plane, they'd paint Fucking something swastikas. on it. Swastikas. There's like 37 yeah. lined up swastikas. Yeah, exactly. You drive past some German dude, he's probably like, no, fuck, motherfucker. He's <laughs> got 37 swastikas across exactly. that shit. I'm fucked. Yeah. Um, so I'd have just painted my plane to look like the enemy's planes, like the whole fleet. You know, so your buddy you. look like, yeah, then your buddies would shoot you. No, down. you all go up together. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah, like but, one uh, insignia that's different. That chaos gets kicking up. Someone's going to shoot yeah. you down. They're very precise. Very. Um, so they tra- they're called the Tuskegee Airmen because they trained at, uh, they came from the uh, Tuskegee College that was in Alabama and they ended up building an army airfield there. Um, the, like they the won. most racist part too. Yeah, yeah. Like they sent to the most racist part. Man, they told some stories. I, I, I mean, I'm aware of the civil rights movement and like our history of fucking racism and segregation. But Jesus, watching some of those videos, man, and hearing some of those guys' stories, yeah, it's just like how fucking ignorant and like how heartbreaking and like the shit they had to go through, like to put their life on the line for a fucking country, and then still after it's all done, that's go home what was that's and go a, back to that shit and still yeah. be treated that fucking way. That's what's a trip to me is it's like no one wanted them to fly these planes. They got, they had all this fucking racist shit thrown at him. And it's like, I am like, I have to fight so hard to to get in a plane and die. Yeah. Like, I'm not like, what do you think I'm trying? I'm not trying to marry your daughter. I'm trying to go to war where I'm probably going to get. It's because they were so fucking like brainwashed by just society and their parents, whatever fucking racial upbringing they had that they legit thought that black people weren't intelligent enough, weren't coordinated enough, didn't have the skills to actually do it. They couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. No matter how well They thought they would not be able to do it. Yeah. And it was like, that's fucking crazy. And what's, what's funny that came of it. I mean, they basically almost designed the system and the program for failure because they didn't, they wanted to prove themselves right. right. And they made it so difficult and so hard and so many hoops that those fucking guys had to jump through that they literally skimmed the top and got the most elite motherfuckers by doing so. They ended up with only the fucking dudes that that, that passed the test. The best of the the best of the best. Physically fit, the most fucking intelligent, the best of the best. And they put those motherfuckers together and guess what? They they were fucking badasses. Yeah. Like, of course they were better than. 
than anyone. They were pilot than all the other guys. They, they got screened so severely. And then they ended up getting trained by like officers instead of like the pilot trainer guy because like they didn't have enough people or someone didn't want to come over right. and work with them. So then officers and like the fucking, it was like a Top Gun fucking yeah, Miramar it really basically. Was. It really where they was. got trained by the best fucking guys too. Yeah, yeah. And then they ended up being better than everyone. Yeah. And they had something to fucking prove. Like, oh, for sure. You know, well, that's I what I was going to say. Like when you, when you do that and people are telling you you can't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's a big driving force, and most people, yeah, you know, what I mean is. that that do succeed. Yeah, they should uh, video that's them, the driving man. force. I, I fucking I, this, I have to admit, ignorance. I did not realize this. They were showing Ku Klux Klan marches in like the fucking thirties or some shit, like by the White House and shit, like down streets of fucking mm-hmm. thousands of fucking Ku Klux yeah. Klan members yeah. with giant crosses and shit. And I was like, fuck, I had no idea. I pictured that shit like some fucking bunch of hicks with fucking Low sheets bro. on their head. No, like running lot. down I mean, even, by even, City even, Hall yeah. with baseball bats and bullshit and people yelling from the sidelines. Like, right. I mean, and I, that, I didn't know there was it, it that gets kind put of shit. on like, yeah, and it gets put on blast. Like there's, there's racist people on all sides. You know what I mean? Every, that every, footage though looks like every, some fucking every culture has North Korean army fucking shit. With yeah. Because I just like, I, I didn't, didn't know. Every culture has racism, but when it's, when it's, you know, in one area localized, like it's a huge, it's a huge thing because it's, yeah. it's so many against so little, you know right. what I mean? And, right. and it creates that, you know, like, like you said, it creates the upbringing of the next generation mm-hmm. and the upbringing of the next generation. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and that's what, that's what really the other is. Thing that's also, problem. There's a lot of racism. I mean, there's racism all over the fucking world, yeah. but it's like when the racism <laughs> can become institutionalized or when all the people in power um yeah. only support the one race like that's yeah, yeah. what makes it the yeah. worst possible yeah. you know, worst possible scenario just, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah there was yeah. a story where those dudes were hanging out like i mean they were already like they're fucking pilots they're officers mm-hmm. and they're fucking chilling like on the side of the road whatever hanging out and a fucking sheriff drives by and says you eyeballing me boy like that kind of fucking shit yeah. and this guy's telling this story this really happened to him and he said what are you looking at inward and he's like i'm not an inward i'm an officer of the united states air corp and i'm a fucking pilot and the dude's like, fucking puts on the brakes, gets out, and fucking puts his gun to the dude's fucking forehead and says, he's say one more fucking word. Yeah. yeah. Say one more fucking word. And did yeah. that shit. Like, can yeah. you believe that? Yeah. It's like, like, if you think about it like this, like, you talk about when you went backpacking in Europe, mm-hmm. and they fucking hated Americans. Yeah. So take away the race and just put American on you. Right. And you go to a place where they fucking hate Americans. Right. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like. You know, so you know, in in a I mean, sense, I never anybody. Was, I mean, no, I I, I, I get, get it, but, but yeah. I'm saying if like if China was like fucking, if we're at war, yeah, you know, and fucking no Americans are allowed in fucking China, and right. you're in fucking China, yeah, you know what I mean? That's like there, there's a fear, yeah, it has nothing to do with race. It's just that you're fucking American. You could be white, black, fucking, you know, right. Mexican American, whatever the right. fuck you are. But you're an American, and and you know think, there's I mean, hatred towards I'm almost it. Embarrassed Unless you're Dennis Rodman. I, Unless you're Dennis Rodman. I feel like uh, I just feel like I'm. I'm I was just. I, I know that it exists. So you picture like, oh, this is white only drinking fountains and white only fucking laundry yeah, and whatever. Right. White only this, and that people aren't allowed in restaurants. And you watch a bunch of movies where it happens and it's depicted, but it's like, it's just. It's like, oh, that's something that happened in the past. Like you don't really think about it, man. But when you fucking look at it and take yeah. a look at it, it's fucking terrible. The way that that shit happened. I can't believe how recent that fucking oh, shit yeah. is. I mean, I know shit's still going on, but holy fuck, like just like fucking 60 years ago. And I mean, Fuzzy, like, was, Fuzzy was old when he had me. So, so he saw like, that shit. He saw that shit. Like when he, like, what I mean, growing up, like he was just full of 
Like he wouldn't ever tell those bad. He wouldn't tell the bad stories just like he wouldn't tell war stories from when he was in Korea, but he would sure tell you the lesson he learned. Yeah. You know, and he would be like, like my whole life growing up. And I had to, I had to like early on realize, okay, maybe fuzzy's a little bit racist against white people, but it was like all of the advice I got about how to get through junior high, high school, college, how to deal with your boss, like, like everything what was a story that started with him saying this white motherfucker at work, you know, yeah. and then it would like yeah, yeah. turn into this whole fucking thing. Well, when you get, like, when so you get I hatred towards take, somebody, yeah, I would take those lessons and just be like, <laughs> I'm just going to apply this lesson to anyone in power over me. Yeah. And, and that's really kind of, and that's really kind of like what it is really. For like sure. if, if, if anybody, anybody creates resistance in your path, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like the, the one thing that stands out, is going to be what you refer to them as. Right. If they're right. a bitch. Yeah. If they're yeah, a fucking yeah. asshole. A Karen. If like, they're a fucking, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is, yeah. that's what. But and, for and him the, growing yeah. up, that was always the opposite. And, and, and a lot yeah. of people like, too, you're telling a story like, oh, the guy Jimmy at my work, he's a black guy. You know, and he go, was that necessary right. to say Did that he I, was a was black the, guy? Like, is it yeah, is, is that, it just for your imagination so yeah. you can picture this story that I'm, you know what I mean? Right. Like, you're trying to paint this picture. Yeah. But we get used to doing that. You know, right. Tony here, nice Capricorn complexion. Like, yeah. Not say yeah. That shit, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, he's from El Salvador. <laughs> yeah. We just started doing it the other way around. Like, you know, uh, I was talking to this guy at work. He's not black. And, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah, he's not black. Yeah, like, I know you're assuming. <laughs> because that would just throw us anybody yeah. off their yeah. game. They'd be like, what you've said nothing so far? Yeah, yeah. That would indicate that he like. No, we'll just okay. wait. Just wait. You'll yeah, see. Just wait. You'll see. So his name first Tyrone. off, you said work. <laughs> yeah. First off, you said work. Like I had no idea you were talking about a black person. <laughs> you didn't have to tell me. <laughs> you got to make sure that it's a story that could in no way have anything to do with race. But you could always yeah. start. You with, always throw it in. Everybody yeah, yeah. does that though. And you like, can pick any race. Yourself, you yeah. can pick any race. That's why like, I hate. Like, no, I was at the fucking uh, grocery store. I was talking to this woman. She wasn't. She wasn't Asian. Yeah. Um. But what? yeah, she wasn't Asian. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, and it, like it bothers me. Like, like to the point where, like, you know, people have a sticker on their car that says "fucking in racism" or something. Right. Mm-hmm. And just recognizing that there are. You know, I don't think there's an issue recognizing differences or different people or different colors or different anything like there, there's no issue in that. Right. But I feel like when you bring like you keep mentioning colors, or you keep mentioning, you know what I mean? Like like the census. There's so many Mexican people. There's so many black people, so many white people like you're just you're creating an issue. Not even knowing it, you right. know what I mean? Because people yeah, yeah. see those numbers. You see, <clears throat> yeah. like you're, you're, like you said, like, like racism, racism. White people were taught racism. For you know sure. what I mean? You don't you don't you don't grow up. You know, like my son, he doesn't care if the little kid he's hanging out with Asian or or a right. little black kid or right. a little white kid. He doesn't care because his parents have never said like, oh, you're not hanging out with that little black kid. They're, those are demons. You and know, I, think like, I, w- I think I was in a unique perspective because I grew up seeing my mom's whole side of her family who were, ext- I mean, they were legitimate. I mean, her father was legitimately a Nazi. Yeah. And they were, I mean, they were very racist yeah. against anybody who wasn't white, specifically black people. But then, like hearing the stories that Fuzzy would tell, he's the exact was, same. He was, he's like fucking. Yeah, like, I was. I was like, yeah. wow. These like, I was like, I think there's something in the middle. Like, it wasn't even. It just yeah. gave me this weird perspective where I had to really early on learn that. Oh, your upbringing 
has made you think this way yeah, yeah, yeah. about this. Yeah. Like, I, I think I made that realization really early on. And I think we're all like but, that. Like yeah. I walk it, like you go to a place and I'm like, I'm the only white person in there and it's all Asians or something. And you're like, Hmm, this is fucking kind of weird. <laughs> like you're, you're literally programmed. Yeah, you know right, what I mean? Like right. you are literally mm. programmed and that shit's hard to turn off. It is. You know what I mean? It is a hard thing to turn off. You just like when you're the tallest person in a right. room, you walk right. in and you realize like, damn, I'm a fucking, oh, these motherfuckers are barely up to my shoulders. I mean, we're programmed to like seek out our clan. True. Like that's yeah, yeah. our, you know, yeah. like our tribe, I yeah. guess, you know, yeah. like, and it's our tribe against their tribe and that's in our fucking DNA. Yeah. So the it's thousands first, of years, the first yeah. identifier that most people it's are going to make of your tr- skin. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be that's that's yeah. definitely going to be it. Oh, you're lighter skin, but you have slant eyes. You are not my right, tribe. Right. Yeah. And then it gets into a whole other fucking thing. Like I'm, you know, like if I went to an all black college, I would be ostracized mm. by certain like darker skin you're not dark enough right i would have been i'd have been a high yellow like i would have been in a particular like i would have been more welcome into certain fraternities and certain schools you'd have been singled out though as far as like not being black enough yeah and there's a whole like spike uh, spike lee does a whole movie about it yeah school days it's about like at historically black colleges like the the light-skinned folk versus the dark if you go to the and that's crazy but it's there yeah it is what happens when you get a tan you just get speckled in orange like do you get dark at all um i get a little bit darker i don't really get did you go like this to my brother at the fucking beach within like four hours? That motherfucker looks black. Like he gets so fucking dark. Yeah, it's because he's fucking Indian. Crazy. No, I get whatever. I get is. darker, <laughs> but I don't ever get super dark. I've only ever. I think I've. A, I think I've only have a. You're not an outside person, once. Dave. Come on. He's like, I've been outside a couple <laughs> times. I've been outside once. I let the sun touch me a few yeah. times. But even just like like going to Hawaii and we'd be all sitting on the beach and whatever and everybody's like, don't you need sunscreen? And I'd be like, no, I've no, nothing happens. I really don't. That's yeah. funny. I'm like, one time we were like out, like literally all fucking day, like on the beach or sitting on the balcony and the sun was on us and whatever. And just like that night, I just felt so shitty. And I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And uh, I was explaining drunk. the symptoms, yeah. and Erica was like, like "You have yes. a sun, you have a sunburn." Yeah. And I was funny. like, "This is a sunburn that these fucking suck." <laughs> <laughs> fuck was like, up, Holy I was like, "Yeah, you get late, all fucked up." This yeah. in my late thirties, and I was yeah. like, "Fuck!" I take back everything I've said when I've talked shit about yeah. someone complaining about a sunburn. This it's not I, just—I like, felt bad for fair-skinned white people, yeah, like, but I terrible. still did. Like my fucking brother-in-law, you know, that same exact day, his fucking skin was peeling off, and and I was just like, "I don't got that." Yeah, I'm just a little bit nauseous and have kind of a headache yeah. i'll be fine in the morning you know yeah, isn't that crazy there's that. a fucking ball of fire that will burn your fucking Fuck skin yeah, will do crispy <laughs> critters, so far dude. away it makes yeah. you fucking dizzy and drunk yeah. 93 million miles you know it's so early early time. flight in america um you know we're looking at people like charles Lindbergh and amelia Earhart and all these people that were just building planes or buying planes just learning how to fly them and flying them on their own and uh, as World War One hit, and they started to see the the applications of of uh, airplanes in war, and as commercial air flight started to sort of become a thing for the first time ever, um, uh, Franklin Roosevelt um, like threw a bunch of money at the civilian pilot training program in the United States because there was no there was nowhere to go to learn how to be a pilot like right. that just didn't exist. Yeah. So he starts throwing money at this and. Uh, again, the U S army is totally racially segregated. Like no one, like even the, the few units that have been assembled of African-Americans 
like part of the rules are that they there can't be anybody. And at first, I was like, I saw it in here, and I was like, that's because a really pilot's an officer. Up. Well, but this, this was like, so even if you were infantry, they were like, you can't, like, it's got to be an all black group because. Oh, there's going to be problems. Want, you can't I have don't a support. Want a, I don't want a black person outranking a white person. Yeah. And like when I read that, I was like, that is the most racist fucked up shit. But then yeah. I was like, that's kind of also protecting the black guy. Yeah. Because yeah. odds yeah, are it's yeah. not going to go in his favor. No. Like yeah. if he's the one who can fucking pull rank on the white guy, all the white guys back at the base who outnumber him fucking 20 to yeah. 1. It's like that's going to be all protecting. bad. Yeah. It could be. It's like prison. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like they have to almost just go with it because that's the rules of the society right. at the time. And I mean, you think like, you have to respect like especially like in times of war and in these times like like the civil war where you have like you know the movie glory portrays you know the the black you know the black men uh-huh. that tried you know that were fighting for right the north and fucking trying to trying to actually fight you know and trying to do the right thing and man the fucking just the shit they had to overcome you know what I mean? To do that, the fucking, right. there's just the, you know what I mean? And it's the same thing throughout, you know, this, this earlier history of America, like, you know, these fucking they, things. They had to like, fight so hard just to, uh, the, just for to the fight, right to fight hard. To right, right. To, right. For the right to die for yeah. their country, you know yeah. what I mean? To show that they are worthy. Yep. And, and I, I feel like, I feel like it's fucked up because these motherfuckers did that shit and people like nowadays, like these kids, they don't even fucking know about no, it. People don't even know about it. They don't even fucking understand the struggle. What these guys the struggle through, and the yeah. fucking hardship yep. that that these these fucking you know road pavers. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they they made the way for their culture to be accepted and to show like, hey, no, these hey, we're normal fucking people just right. like you. And then I also and it's, it's like, been forgotten. I always like, think about like the thrown the, in the trash, the strength that it took to go to a civil rights march and to get yeah. fucking sp- and it's like but it was these motherfuckers yeah like the tuskegee airmen got back from the war and tack 15 years on it and they're like F- yeah fuck yeah if we're doing a march i'm marching i think it's you super important too, like, it was important to them yeah, yeah it was also like to them. you know the other thing I and saw they're rolling the over in their fucking graves now at yeah. seeing these kids now you yeah. know what i mean it's they, not just the just, not just the pilots like the the tuskegee airmen is like uh, encompassing of a larger group it's yeah. like there were like Doctors, yeah. and cooks, nurses, yeah, yeah, yeah. And cooks, janitors, mechanics, because they had their own, they had their, it was their own separate division. The whole, it was Everything a whole division. you needed yeah. was was going to be entirely. Yeah. So yeah. all those people were like, yeah. met, like army lawyers, yeah. like I mean everything, every single yeah. position that could be filled with one white colonel at the top of it. Like that was pretty kind of overseeing, making sure like, hey, <clears throat> fucking don't right. fuck with them. Like right. he's he's the doorway basically. Yeah. So because of this civil air uh, program trying to get civilians to fly, there were actually a lot of people, um, there were a lot of African-Americans who learned how to fly. Um, And by this point, you know, America was getting pretty desperate for pilots because the handful of people that knew how to fly were either already in the war or dead or dead or, you know. So at a certain point, they were like, look, you're looking for pilots. We have a, here's 124 applicants who can already fly, who want to join at the time they didn't call it the air force. They want to join the air Corps, and you're not letting them. And then a couple of newspapers uh, started to run with it. The Chicago defender and the Pittsburgh courier. And then the NAACP, which I didn't even know existed yet, uh, uh, came together behind them and they really pushed hard. And then the army was finally like, okay, we're going to create this all black, uh, fighter gr- squadron group. Yeah. Cause you're not um, combining them. No, like they already know that. Yeah. 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 
So in September of 1940, uh, the White House uh, announces that they would be training black pilots um, and they choose the Tuskegee Army Airfield in Tuskegee, Alabama, which was under uh, construction. It was part of the Tuskegee Institute, which was founded by Booker T. Washington. Um, and uh, it was from all over the country. Um, people came in. They had to, again, like we said, they had to train as navigators. They had to train as as pilots. They had to train as as everything. And they had to just build it from the, from the ground up. Um, they had a handful of different flight fields that they learned how to fly in when they were still building the Tuskegee Airfield. One of which was called Moton Field. Oh, saw that. I told you guys I was black. Mm. You didn't you just didn't, barely. <laughs> you didn't believe. No, I didn't believe. Me. They named an airfield after me. Um, but in 1941, I guess Eleanor Roosevelt uh, wanted to tour the black airfields because she was a supporter um, of of this oh, idea. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. So a guy named Charles Chief Anderson, who was the flight chief instructor. And he'd been flying since 1929, and uh, uh, I forget. I want to say he flew in France in World War One because they wouldn't let him fly in America. So yeah. he was like one of the most experienced American pilots that there was, um, but he still couldn't fly in the American oh, Air Corps yeah. until this moment. You know, so it's like we're looking for brand new pilots and this motherfucker's already got 20 years of experience, including war combat, you know. Did France and like <clears throat> places like the United Kingdom have the same type of segre- segregation at the same periods of us and the same civil rights? So. I don't think so. That's yeah. I don't believe so. Uniquely I know us. there's a, I know there's a, a pretty big black population in England. Mm. I don't know if it's the same as it is in America demographically, but the, I mean, cause they had slavery early on yeah. and, and, but they ended up uh, abolishing it way before we did. But so that the, the genetic background is definitely there, but I don't know that they had that kind of segregation. I've never really looked well, into it. I mean, you know, King, you're, <clears throat> they're closer to, you know, geographically Mm -hmm. Africa and Mm -hmm. I could see where earlier on everything had been mixed a little bit where I feel like there, I I feel like in Europe it's just going to be, and I might be, I'm talking out of my ass on this one, but it seems like you're surrounded by so many countries and ethnicities and languages and cultures that the dude next to you is going to be German and the dude on the other side is going to be from India. It was commonplace. And I think, I think, you know, it's not like America was where it's just like, this is where all the white people live. And too, like if like the first black people you're meeting are your slaves. Yeah. Yeah. That really says something. I mean, that sets the tone for the next fucking hundred years or 200 years. You know, that's what, that's what it was. You know, it might be totally wrong, but I just don't think they had the segregation over there. They had slaves, but it was like, yeah, yeah. They didn't give a fuck what color they were. Right, it, true, was, it was true. soft yeah. slavery. Yeah, it was called India. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter for black or white. Yeah. Fucking. Um, we still so, do that. It's called Apple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So Eleanor Roosevelt goes up with uh, Chief Anderson um, and uh, they end up uh, taking a, an aerial tour of the area. And when they landed and the reporters were there, she famously said, well, you can fly. All right. Um, and uh, she ended up, you know, I I don't think it was a mistake. Um, I think she knew there were going to be a million reporters there and it was going to have a national impact. And it did. Um, so the Roosevelt's, of, both of them are pretty forward thinking 
You know what I mean? Like like Seems Theodore like Roosevelt it. like did a lot of shit. Like yeah. the more the more you get into hist- historical stuff and like going back, like he he did a lot of like forward m- moving things. You know what I mean? To move America forward and the good of America. You know, and just the fact that you're the motherfucker at the helm through World War yeah. Two. Yeah, you know, you're fucking, yeah. I mean, you're handling yeah. some business. But there's yeah. so many like you know quotes by him that are still quotable yeah. today yeah. you know what i mean like just you know and and all the things he did like especially you know something going along with this letting his wife go do this thing knowing right. there's going to be you know reporters and stuff there he's probably do a um, show on him he's probably pretty fucking interesting might be i know um, he rode a horse he led a horse to water led a horse to he water yeah. like a butterfly but he, looked like, he looked a lot like robin williams get out of the kitchen yeah when i saw him in that's that the, one movie that's the other one yeah that's the what's one's that? You're one? thinking of Robert Redford. Yeah, uh, pretty sure. Robert Redford. Yeah, he's from um, sneakers. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's his most the breakfast club. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the program had only been forming itself for five months, and uh, she was part of the Julius Rosenweld Fund. Oh wow! That's and fancy. she ends up. Uh, they had tea. That's my nickname, sure. Julius Rosenweld. Yeah. Well, she gives one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars to help build Moton Field. <laughs> What do you think of that? She built my field, baby. <clears throat> Brad's having a fit again. Is your field worth one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars? I don't even have yeah. a field. Brent's that's wa- fucking nineteen. Brent's that's nineteen forty-three yeah. dollars. Yeah, Brent, let alone Brent's mini white. fields that would necessitate <laughs> an entire moton field. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, they end up. We talked about this a little bit already, but they end up going through this testing. So, the Army Psychological Research Unit One is put in place to test all pilots and bombers and i mean basically it might have been for every position in the army that i'm not sure but i know that they tested for uh pilots because that's a fucking highly stressful yeah you got to keep your shit or your whole crew's gonna die i mean i guess that's what all of infantry would have been too but um but they were basically told yeah, we understand that these are your requirements, but now make these the requirements. So they added all these extra physical uh, challenges and even stricter cycle. Like they need to score an even higher score on your psych tests in order to because because we don't because, again, the average mindset, even in the military upper echelon was like blacks aren't smart enough to do it. I think, so I think we the need to, they need to was, score an even higher score on the test before we believe they can pull this off. Also, the this is a like a, the limited availability of spots because everyone else, it's like if you test good enough to be a pilot and you're white, <laughs> fuck yeah, we need a pilot. Like, go ahead, you're a pilot now. Right. But this was like a very select group. It was yeah. this one little thing that they're going to do. Yep. And so there are only this many spots for black pilots. So on top of the the excessive, like, you know, raised requirements for them, there's also now a very limited availability, uh, available slots yes. for these people. So True. it's like even more elite. Yeah. Because you don't have, you have to be the best, the fucking best to of, get, of the best. Yeah. To yeah. make that shit. And there was a guy named uh, Coleman Young. Um, who he's later re- became related. he became the first African American mayor of <coughs> Detroit um, later, and uh, he taught he was he was interviewed about the screening process, and he said they made the standards so high we actually became an elite group. We were screened and super screened. We were unquestionably the brightest and most physically fit young blacks in the country. We were super better. Because of the irrational laws of Jim Crow, you can't bring that many intelligent young people together and train them as fighting men and expect them to supinely roll over when you try to fuck them over, right? Yeah. 
So he even says like, no, we were literally the smartest, most physically fit, most capable black mm-hmm. people in the nation. Yeah, they inadvertently did this to themselves. They're like, right. <laughs> like they created black super soldiers. Yeah, exactly. And then they're like, God dang it. They did yeah. good. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> they, they actually did it. And by the way, I, I need to nerd out for a second in the, the, like in the Marvel movies, Nick Fury is black played yep. by Samuel L. Jackson in the comic books. He hasn't been black. He's a white guy. Right. And he was since the 1940s. And um, there was a particular line of comics um, called the Ultimates that took place in like an alternate reality. And they just decided to make Nick Fury black and they drew him to look like Samuel L. Jackson. Hmm. And I mean, you'd see the comics and it's like, oh, that's fucking Samuel L. Jackson. This was in the probably mid 90s. So before, no, this is in the before he had the role. This is before he had the role. It's the reason he got the role. They cast him because he was so badass in the Ultimates and they just drew him as, as Samuel L. Jackson. But the people who wrote that storyline, they were like, well, Captain America's black. Like if anybody would have been pumped up with some fucking potentially lethal super soldier, right. you know, formula to see if it worked, it would have been a black guy. So it was mm. like their goal, like they originally wanted to make and they and yeah. Marvel pushed back and was like, you are not fucking making Captain America black. Well, take Nick Fury. <laughs> and they're like, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, even like the making the super soldier, even the Ultimates authors were like, yeah, they would have made a super soldier. Yeah, they would have experimented been on yeah. a black guy. Yeah. yeah, and it just so happened that everything went wrong and the doctor who created it died, so we only got one of them. But yeah, the first one probably would have been someone from Tuskegee getting injected without their knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so... Yeah, they end up the the officers and enlisted men train together, which normally isn't the case. Uh, but since there were so few trainers um, as part of this all black group, that just became the case. So they got trained even better because they were trained by experienced officers instead of enlisted men that barely knew how to fly. Um, the original unit was forty seven officers, four hundred twenty nine enlisted men. Um, uh, a lot of this I can probably skip over. Um, the, I'm trying to find how many actual pilots were there right away. Um, doesn't matter. Uh, but one guy that was interviewed. So, um, his name was Benjamin O Davis and, uh, he was, um, this is when Ben Davis clothing was founded. I was like, does that have something to do with it? Cause he's like a badass motherfucker. This dude, like oh, actually, it up, not some crusty person. old San Francisco yeah. white man. Yeah, Benjamin Davis was the became the first brigadier, gen, the first black brigadier general mm-hmm. um, in the United States Army, and he came through here. I was hoping the brand was based off it or something, though. Right, it's not has nothing to do with it. So, but this is a different guy, a guy named Harold Hoskins, um, who went on to be uh, high up at CSU Hayward, the university. Um, uh, he was interviewed, and he said the Tuskegee program, and he was in Tuskegee. He said the ski program was so rigorous, you didn't have time to think. A history master student who happened to be Jewish was interviewing me for her thesis, asked me if I knew anything about the Holocaust. Honestly, all that was on my mind was, can I get through this program? I didn't have the faintest idea about the Holocaust or about anything else that was happening in American society either, for that matter. So they're like, oh, well, you were in World War II. Like, what can you tell us about the Holocaust? He was right. like, I didn't know anything about it until I was done. Wow. I didn't watch TV. There was no TV. I didn't listen to the radio. I didn't go see a movie. <laughs> like, all I did was train. And and fight for his country. Like, right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the, uh, the goal. Yeah. So um, the um, 
so the segregation goes down. They can't, you know, they, they can't be, uh, it's gotta be all black because you can't have a black captain giving an order to a white Lieutenant. It's just not gonna, it's just not gonna go well. Um, and, uh, the, there was a guy named John Lear who logged 329 hours of combat time, um, and ended up becoming one of the first stockbrokers, uh, first black stockbrokers in America. And this motherfucker was a hustler, dude. This mm. motherfucker, this story blew my mind. To so do with the physical? Yeah. So yeah. he says, don't let anyone tell you, it's kind of a long quote, but it's fucking totally worth it. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't do something. If you're determined enough, you can overcome anything. I never passed an army physical. This is when he was 81. He had a, a leg which was permanently damaged when he was seven. He says, but I guess I talked my way through it. The army health officials were going to make me a 4F, and a 4F was if you got ranked 4F, you couldn't serve in the military because you had some sort of, yeah. Which people, it would break people's hearts. I mean, you see that in the Captain America movie. Like, people wanted to serve, and when they got 4F, they would, like, fake papers to go into the army anyway. Like, they wanted to fucking serve. So he goes through the physical, and they're going to make him a 4F. Uh, but I told them to go ahead and make me a one a, because I was going to fly airplanes. They shook their heads and said there was no way I could mechanically operate the rudder pedals because his leg right. wasn't even a racist thing. It's like, you got a fucked up leg. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't do that. And he said, uh, so I told him if you make me a one, a I'll handle the rest. So I got through that part. So he totally conned them. Right. It's like, you're not fit for duty. It was like, make me fit for duty. I'm going to fly a plane. They were like, fine, fuck it. Here you go. 1A. Go fly yeah. your fucking plane. We'll, we'll, we'll let you flunk yeah, out on the next yeah. step. Exactly. Yeah, you're going to crash the first plane you fucking fly. Yeah. yeah. So I got through that part, and six months goes by, and it was time for another physical. Again, I couldn't do the running part. I convinced the officials to pass me, explaining that I was good enough for the Army health inspectors. Um, who gave me their 1A rating, and I was strong enough to march across America, surely I was healthy enough to be inside an airplane. It worked. The next time the physical came due, I just pointed to the fact that I had passed the last two physicals. <laughs> that he talked <laughs> so his way like, through. He talked his way through the first physical, and every time a physical came through and his leg was a problem, he was like, look, motherfucker, I made it through all the other physicals. No, yeah. like, oh, good point. <laughs> he also did the stinky leg, though. He showed him. He was like, check this shit out. Oh, like, yeah. He broke cool. it down. And he says, it works. The next time the physical uh, came due, I just pointed to the fact that I had passed the last one. After the second time, they didn't bother giving me physicals anymore. I went on to fly 132 combat missions. So never let anyone tell you that you can't do something. Yeah. Which goes to show like I mean, how many people they turn away because they got like a bad elbow or yeah. something happens. Yeah. Like, they're like, well, yeah. you have like a fucking heart murmur. Mm-hmm. And this guy was was a badass enough that even with that leg, he was still good enough to be with the fucking best. Well, of the and that best of that the right best. there, that right there shows something though, because like if you're like, oh, you got a bad leg, and you're like, oh, okay, and you fucking right, just never to be yeah, seen yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This motherfucker didn't no. give up. Yeah, no. that could have been an out. Like, all right, good, I won't die. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was like, you don't yeah. get it. I'm gonna go fly airplanes. Yeah, and, and that's the difference between yeah. him and somebody right. else yeah, who yeah, got yeah. a four F yeah, who just yeah. fucking didn't give he a just fuck. Didn't care. So they end up uh, forming the 99th Pursuit Squadron, and they get deployed uh, deployed to North Africa. Um, of course they did. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so they're basically, uh, at first, they're basically flying, uh, you know, a lot of the war took place in North Africa because of oil. That yeah. was where oil was being pumped and oil reserves were, and it was the easiest way to get oil into Europe was through North Africa. So that was a very important uh, theater of of combat. Um, so 
the 99th first combat mission. So we've got the Tuskegee Airmen. It's their very first combat mission. And they had to attack a volcanic island called Pantelleria um, in an operation called Operation Corkscrew. It was like the stepping stone to Italy because it was like a staging yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. And it was in the Mediterranean Sea. Um, and uh, they wanted to clear the way for Sicily. So the air assault begins on May 30th. Uh, and on June 2nd, the entire garrison of 11,000 Italians and 78 Germans surrendered due to the unrelenting air attacks uh, from the Tuskegee Airmen. And it was the first time in military history that a ground combat unit surrendered to an air force. Right. And I mean, basically what? There were probably 20 planes and you got fucking 12,000 people to surrender. Yeah. Jesus Christ. You know what? The the crazy part that was like fucking heartbreaking on the documentary that I watched was they were showing like they had uh, German prisoners of war and they had to wear like, like a mark on their back. Right. So like the, they were in like jumpsuits of some sort. But really, they didn't look much different than anyone else that was in the in the base. They, like mm-hmm. they didn't treat them. They didn't have them like fucking cages or behind bars. They like, ate in the fucking mess right. hall. Did all the fucking shit. And this fucking dude was almost in tears talking about it because he was like, "I had fucking flown. My friends died. Like I went through all this fucking shit yeah. so that I could fight for my country. And this is the fucking enemy. Some motherfucker that killed my friend probably." is allowed to eat where I can't eat and yeah. is allowed to go yeah. where I can't go. Yeah. And these fucking people will wash their fucking laundry yeah. because they're white, even though they're the evil motherfucker that's like murdering millions of Jews yeah. mm. and shooting at us. They're allowed to eat at the table with men that I can't that's eat at the so table crazy, that I'm fighting dude. alongside of and fighting for. And he's, and they're fucked just cause they're white. It's the fucking craziest mixed up no, mentality. That's crazy. It makes no sense. The dude was almost crying. I was like, fuck that's, yeah. that's like, I, I yeah. I don't know, man. I, I'm so impressed with like their ability to still see past that and do the right thing and continue to fight. You know what I mean? Like the fucking testosterone fortitude of like being able to do that and not be like, fuck you motherfuckers right. and turn around and fly that plane and fucking shoot the base up and be like, bitches, like, yeah, exactly. you know, or go stab yeah. those fucking German dudes in the fucking neck or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, eat your fucking <laughs> dinner now, bitch. Yeah, where's your schnitzel now? Yeah. <laughs> You like that? Eat your fucking schnitzel. Put the sausage in his mouth after you kill him. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna take my BB schnitzel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> BB schnitzel. That was my. I love that when I was a kid, like the talking teddy bear BB schnitzel. Yeah. yeah. That's my genre. That's the genre I go straight yeah, for, yeah. bro. Um. So, at the and then they get moved to Sicily, uh, and you know the the whole. You know, the the whole war wasn't people fighting the Nazis because Italy was controlled by Mussolini and it became our first foothold into Europe was uh, through Italy and uh, the Tuskegee Airmen were a direct uh, part of all that. So they moved to Sicily and they're flying secondhand P-40 planes, which were slower and harder to maneuver than pretty much anything else in the air at the time. They're blowing up spaghetti meatballs everywhere. Exactly. That happened for sure. There was like spaghetti on the table and that shit got blown up. No. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, see, they was positive. I didn't mean spaghetti back, back then. You don't think so? No, spaghetti came from was China. It, that was Americanized, Tom, maybe. It well, didn't came from China hundreds of years before the Tuskegee yeah, yeah. Airmen. I didn't get there, though. It was back It was to the delayed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, this didn't really happen in the 40s and 30s, you see. You see. When did it happen? In the 40s and 30s, but in a different dimension. There, oh, there were, right, there, right. There was no spaghetti. Oh, you failed to mention that earlier. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. did. 
Oh, that's why Eminem Brent was waiting. Such... He didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to give it to you. I was stupid. So um, oh, that was a good use of it. Was, it was yeah. good. The commander of the 99th complained about the squadron's performance um, and uh, basically went to a, a war department committee to try to get them disbanded saying that their performance is shitty. I saw them talk um, about the guy I had to speak on their behalf and defend them and was like, Hey, we're in fucking like substandard fucking right, planes. Like, right. We'll yeah. find these of old course ass, we're going to be old ass planes and yeah. still taking out German fucking jets, yeah. dude. Like, yeah. so the guy, so yeah, the guy that tried to push to get them disbanded and sent back home, Really got pushed in the planes. wrong direction. Got them new planes yeah. and a better assignment. So yeah. instead of them getting sent home, they got upgraded. He, he threw to such P-51 a fit that Mustangs. it warranted an investigation. And then yeah. they went to the numbers and they're like, "Oh, these motherfuckers have lost like less bombers and killed more fucking planes per." Yeah, because if you look at who had them planes before, yeah, you know, right. you take those yeah, numbers yeah, yeah. and you say, "Oh wow, like no, they did way better in yeah, these planes." How, how decorated if we they give were. them if we give them good planes, what, what are, are they, they going to do? do? Yeah. yeah. Well, there was a dude talking about, he said the first time he saw a German jet was just fucking, they were in the P-51 yeah. Mustang at that point. They had the best jet they could have, or the best plane they could have. Um, and then there was jets fucking flying circles around and they were just like, fuck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's a fucking rocket on the back of that jet. What's going on? I also I wonder know what a jet if, was. I also wonder if this move happened because it was at the war. Like, we're in Italy and you're pushing shit and it gets up to a general who's like fucking knee deep in the mud watching everyone fuck. die. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? These guys killed how many in those yeah. shitty fucking planes? Fucking give your guys the shitty planes. Yeah. Give the black yeah. guys the good planes. I don't give two fucks. Yeah. Put them back in the sky. Kill the fucking yeah. Germans. Yeah. I know Go there's plenty of racist journals out there telling them to eat shit, but they're all back in Alabama. This yeah. is fucking Sicily. And we need these motherfuckers yeah. in the sky. Dude, the other thing is you seeing know? like the fucking footage and shit. They have like some fucking aerial footage from some of that shit. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, like how rudimentary, yeah. like just fucking guns in the front of a plane. Just all da, 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 and the da, thing da, that's da, crazy, like the thi- like I kept, I kept thinking about this particular show when I when I thought about what these pilots do because there used to be a TV. It might still be on. I don't know. There was a TV show on History or Discovery or something, and it was a half hour. And the half hour, like it was pretty much a couple of pilots being interviewed about a particular fight, a particular dogfight they were in. Any from Vietnam, Korea, Iraq, World War II, like like whatever, and they would talk about this particular battle, and then it was like CGI of the planes, and it would just be this eighty year old man talking about a fucking you know fight over Sicily that happened fifty years ago, and every single pilot was like. Well, and that was when Cliff was, uh, he was like 32 degrees, yeah. uh, you know, above me to the right. And he was coming down, probably doing, you know, so many knots. And up ahead of me at this angle, there were two German. And it's like they knew exactly how to yeah. this day, like how fast they were. I tucked down here. I knew my engine couldn't take it much longer. So I had to, like, they knew every they knew fucking detail, detail yeah. about that combat in a way that I don't know any moment in my life yeah like i don't yeah. know one moment in yeah. my life how'd you sit down for dinner last <laughs> night well, fuck, like, I, don't well know, man. I don't know maybe when you're on that fucking super high alert it's like when you get in a car accident and everything goes slow-mo it's because I your guess. brain timing actually increases and makes mm. it look slow and there are well, people don't remember shit, but it's also got to like, be a shitload of training like they've just yeah. Yeah. it's like you have to be trained at the end of the thing you have to come back and fucking yeah, debrief it's, us it's and tell the us jason exactly Bourne thing like yeah. you sit him in a denny's for 10 minutes tell him to order pancakes kick everybody out and be like 
tell me everything about this room. <laughs> right. He's like, oh, there's a fucking cat <laughs> clock behind me. There was two Russians sitting at the bar. They're probably fucking armed. Like they know all the fucking shit because yeah, they've been yeah, trained yeah. that way. Yeah. You know what trips me out? And I don't know if it was on the on these planes. Mushrooms. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not doing. I'm not doing it. Um, is that they fucking had like the synchronized gear thing where the fucking gun shot through the propeller. The propellers, yeah. Like, oh, what yeah, the that fuck? shit's fucking yeah, crazy. Dude. Yeah, like, the how timing. is there time? I mean, I yeah. know it's a bullet, but it's like, <laughs> like a fucking propeller it's time, yeah. so fast. Time. Yeah. And it's fucking making it through that shit. Without just shredding your shit. That's well, there's crazy. only, it looks like the propeller is all the way around, but there's only two. Like, it's just, it's, it's not I that, know, but it's been so timing, fast. Yeah. Like, but the fucking, timing of it is just how it works that's out. That's wild, dude. Yeah. fucking wild. Yeah. You got a lot of faith in the machine at that point. Like you um, sat there with a BB gun and tried to shoot through your fucking ceiling fan. Like it's fucking rarely going to fucking happen. That you got through that. Ceiling fl- your ceiling fan has five blades. True. We'll you put a- two blades on it. You can. It'll be all lopsided because it'd be like this. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it'd be doing like YMCA. What? Like this. You can't see that. Yeah. Right. Nobody can see that. Now, some people can. Some yeah, people so can. Yeah. So this is the point where they That's paint their... That's because they have the love of their father. Yeah, That's yeah, right. yeah. They paint their uh, tail fins red at this point once they get into the Mustangs. Um, and... Uh, That's shake your tail feather. That's where that came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They end up um, doing escort... Du- they they basically... They do escort duties with bombers, and they're some of the best there are. What are escort duties? Escort duties. Escort. Escort. Oh. That guy should be fired. He's always squirting his duties. Yeah, he's squirting his yeah. duties. Did yeah. you squirt your duties? <laughs> you ever met a girl who squirts? I, I tried to let a fart out and I squirted. Yeah. I squirted a yeah. duty. <laughs> I squirted my duty all over my pants. Mexican word of the day, squirted. Yeah. Squirted. 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 Yeah. I squirted a duty. I squirted a duty all over my pants, eh? Um, so uh, there was a myth that arose that with 200 uh, escort my duty missions... The, they never lost a bomber, but that wasn't true. Um, years later, they did an analysis that says that they shot down 25 bombers um, during all the escort groups, which was still like uh, not There might be great pilots, but apparently they're fucking liars. Yeah. Jeez. Can't trust the black yeah. guy. So the show over. But the thing that's crazy Judgment is like made. everybody was like, but at the end of the day, like it was pretty crazy. They only lost 25 bombers. Yeah. And it's like the scope of this fucking war it's like how many bombers did we lose? Yeah, like th- thousands and, and thousands. And every yeah. time and a bomber every- goes down, that's thirteen dudes that fucking yes. died. Yeah, yeah. That's fuck crazy. yeah. On the show video, those fucking spiraling out of control. I was like, oh my god, it's yeah, fucking dude. horrifying. It's horrifying. Some dude is just bouncing around in there off of fucking crates and bullets and shit. It's spiraling out of control, just gonna fucking crash in the ground. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's fucking nuts, dude. Um. So, uh, they. Yeah, they ended up fighting jets. They shot down three German jets in one day um, on March 24th, 1945. Doesn't sound that good, but it's jets versus fucking propeller. Yeah. Right. Um, The trying to find some of this. So, yeah, you sound like that guy that was trying to get them off, like trying to get them busted. That doesn't sound that good. No, I said it didn't sound that good, but it's jets versus regular planes. So he came around at the end. He came around in the last act. I didn't hear that. When um, I come around, I didn't want to hear that. They uh, and that was one of the. So apparently, they got three unit citations, um, which the whole unit got a citation because they were so badass. And one of them was because of this particular mission where they shot down three jets. Um, so they started to do a bomber unit, 
which leads into some fucked up shit back back in the state. So right now it's all the Tuskegee Airmen were all fighters and they were training them to do bombers. But the training took longer to run a bomber than it did to, yeah. to fly a fighter. There's more uh, more positions. On yeah, the yeah, ship. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they um, start training them um, uh, back at Tuskegee. Um, they moved around from place to place. It might not have been at Tuskegee. Some history nerd's going to get all furious at me about it. But uh, so they end up um, back, you know, so a bunch of the Tuskegee Air Wing is now part of the 99th and they're fighting in Sicily and Italy and and at that point in uh, uh, Germany as well, I guess, if they're shooting down German jets. But the back in, in Merca, um, a guy named Lieutenant Milton Henry went into the officers club so on base there's an enlisted club and an officers club where you could hang out get a beer listen to music whatever that's where tom cruise saying you lost that love and exactly yeah. yeah um so With he goes in goose yes he goes into the officers club and uh which he's not supposed to be in there I'm and they tell him you can't be in here and he's like i'm an officer i demand my club rights in the club and uh the crazy thing is court martial a, a yeah. mushroom walked in right behind him and the bartender said, hey, you can't be in here either. He's like, I'm not even black. I'm a fun guy. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I like Dave's reaction. <laughs> yeah. And then a string walked in right after him and he said, you can't be in here either. He's like, aren't you that string that keeps trying to come in here? He's like, no, I'm afraid not. Those are for you, Dave. Those are just for you. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm offended. I don't know if you have the right audience. Yeah. Oh. It's not for you? Yeah. No. no. Okay, I'll try again for you. I got more. The citations earlier, were, were they were in MLA format. Uh, uh, cracked on that one a little bit. You, you just been sitting on that this whole no, time? No, I didn't use it because I knew you'd get mad at me. <laughs> I couldn't help myself on the fun guy and the afraid not. <laughs> so you've been sitting on an obscure MLA citations joke? I should use it at the time. <laughs> looking, back, looking back, I should have used it. <laughs> No, no, it's better now because he wouldn't have laughed then. But now he's like, no, he's the had truth 15 is, minutes yeah. on an MLA joke. The truth is, a lot of those little jokes happen in my head. And then there's like not an opening where I'm like, nah, Dave's going to get mad at me. He's just start saying them later like that. <laughs> no, I got so many MLA format jokes. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so the colonel in charge uh, uh, back in the States is named Selway and he's uh, he believes in segregation like he's white. He's the colonel that oversees all the training and he thinks that the white and the black airmen need to be completely separated at all times. Mm. The general above him uh, thinks the same way and uh, he ends up and this doesn't seem like much but the there's an officer's club. And there's the enlisted man's club and he basically <coughs> classifies all the black officers as enlisted mm-hmm. so that they can't go to the officer's club, which everybody gets really pissed off about. And then they say, we're going to build you your own officer's club, huh. but then they get moved to a different airfield. It's um, just an old warehouse with a ping pong table. That That's probably all yeah. they fucking wanted. Yeah. Um, so the, one of the officers they gave club, him a field with crops. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> one of the officers club uh, became a non-commissioned club 
and everyone started to call it Uncle Tom's Cabin, oh. um, which pissed everybody off even more. And then, so four trainees who had flown and done combat in Europe as fighter pilots and had had about four years of collective service um, came in and uh, basically said, we want to um, go to the officer's club. Right. Like, this is fucking bullshit. So they go in, they show up to enter the white only's officers club. Cause it's an officer's club. Uh, the Colonel Selway had been tipped off by phone and, uh, sent, um, someone to block their entry and not let him in and made sure that they took a 45 with them just in case things got uppity. Um, and this began something that they called the, the Freeman field mutiny. So they've been mute, moved to Freeman field, ironically where they had fewer freedoms. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so 19 officers enter the club against the instructions. So the guy standing there with a 45 and they're like, well, there's fucking 19 of us. Shit like, could have gotten fucking shoot squirrely, us. Yeah. yeah. And that's even what they said later. They were like, you don't understand. Like we thought we were going to get shot Yeah, and we were going in anyway, you yeah. know? So they go in anyway and, um, the all 19 of them get arrested and sent to their quarters. Um, 17 more, like after those 19 got arrested, 17 more the same night went in and they got arrested. Um, and then the next night, 25 more officers in three groups showed up and they all got arrested as well. So a total of 61 people were arrested. Um, Selway was ordered to release everybody, but the first two who went down there, by his superiors and uh he gets pissed off and like the so a lot of the people are saying look i'm an officer this is an officer's club you can't fucking arrest me i didn't know that you made it white only like right. i went to the fucking officer's club because i'm an yeah. officer so he ends up i mean creating, they know but it's the fucking, they know yeah. yeah so he creates base regulation 85 stroke 2 which says that they can't go to the club and uh, he ends up. Would you call it a different stroke? It's a different stroke. Um, he ends up getting his lieutenant colonel um, to assemble all the black trainees on April 10th. And he reads them the regulation that says they can't. So now no one can say, I didn't, I didn't know. know I can go to the club. And they, he presents. Oh, you want to go to the club, right? They all have yeah. to sign a statement yeah. that says you've been, you understand this, you've been read uh, what's going on, and no one signs it. Not one of them oh, signed sign the that statement. shit. Mickey Every, Mouse. Everybody was like, "I'm not fucking signing it." So another commander um, convinces fourteen of them to sign. Uh, <coughs> I might be wrong. Coaxes fourteen officers. But only three signed. So he tried to talk 14 into signing him, but only three of them signed it. And then um, finally, Colonel Selway uh, sets up a, a board um, of two black officers and two white officers to interview every single person who refused to sign the form. Um, there were a total of 101 of them. And uh, they're told at like one by one, they're brought into this commission and told you have three options. Option one, sign this form. Option two, write and sign your own certificate 
um, in which you admit that you don't understand our regulation. So either sign the regulation, admit that, you're dumb. Admit too, that yeah. you're dumb and you don't understand the regulation or you'll go, you'll get under arrest um, under the 64th article of war for disobeying a direct order by a superior officer at a time of war, which could be punishable by death or time in prison. Oh. What do you think so with those two black dudes that were doing the interviews? Were they ever like... They're the ones that sign the two out of the four. They're probably two yeah. out of the three. Like, I got promoted. Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, you two are officers now. You just can't come to the club. Uh, well, they were. He was no, probably well, told. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. We build a committee. Officers. Make sure that two. You know, make sure there's some black people on the committee as well, or it's going to be even worse. Yeah. And then he handpicked. You the, got to find two black two, dudes that are willing. Yeah, to do he that picked shit. two Uncle Toms that yeah, are going to yeah. be like whatever, dude. Like I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, we're staying in. So. All 101 um, are arrested and they're awaiting trial. And He's then, like, look here, we have two black people on our panel. They're exactly. Like, no, they're just, they got makeup on their face. <laughs> like, it's just fucking, they got like a little fro oh, wig and fucking oh, black makeup. Oh, like, mister, yeah. I want to serve on your committee. Yes, <laughs> boss. Yeah. Um, Sign the papers, boy. So uh, basically all, all 101 are released in April and uh, they end up putting an official reprimand in their file. And then as a result, they basically disband the bomber group. So, I mean, it was late in the war anyway. So the bomber group probably wouldn't have seen action. But at this point, they're like, it pissed every, it pissed the white officers off so bad like, that they were this, just like, yeah. fuck it. Like we're disbanding the whole fucking thing. Um, so what the that, fuck do they care if some dude's drinking a fucking beer at the table? Like, uh, you know what, what the fuck? Dude. It's just the mentality, I guess. It's yeah. just they, in there. They they can't get it out of their fucking head. It's ingrained in them. They've been brainwashed. Mm-hmm. In the mm-hmm. time. I mean, like, it's whites only, right? right. Generations, right? Uh, be breaking the rules. It's wild. That's what it takes too. It's like if a kid like walked in there, shit, if they you know, walked you know, in there, they were in, under in under twenty one years old or eighteen years old, whatever it is. Rules are rules. Rules are rules. Yeah. Rules is yeah. rules. Rules is rules. Um. So rules will rumble by the end of the war, the fighter squadron, the, the 332nd, um, who its last combat missions in April of 1945, two weeks before the German surrender. Um, the Tuskegee airmen collectively had flown over 15,000 individual sorties over two years in combat. Um, 96 distinguished flying cross medals, one silver star, 14 bronze stars, 744 air medals, eight purple hearts. Um, three of the, I already forgot what they were called. The unit, uh, I don't know what they, the the unit, the unit citation. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So they got three, uh, parenthetical citations. That was my chance Uh, to bring it back, but you fucked it up on purpose. I did fuck it. I didn't do it on purpose. Trust me. I fuck up plenty of humor, not on purpose. (laughs) Um, the, so 992 pilots total were trained in Tuskegee over the five years, 355, uh, spent time overseas, 84 died. Um, and then 32 were POWs. They probably had it fucking rough. Um, they destroyed or damaged 36 German planes in the air, 237 on the ground, a thousand rail cars and transport vehicles, a German destroyer ship. Um, and uh, one of them, Benjamin O. Davis, uh, went on to be the director of Project Blue Book, 
which I thought was crazy. So Project Blue Book Mm. was the official Air Force 1950s, starting in the 1950s, search for UFOs. Um, and they chose a Tuskegee <coughs> flyer to, to head project blue book, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, well, they want the best pilots and stuff. Yeah. That's you know? the guy. Get him. Yeah. Um, I know someone went on to be like aeronautical engineers. There was all kinds of cool stuff. No one that actually got to be a pilot. I don't think someone got to be a trainer. Someone was an aeronautical engineer. I saw it on some other little mini video that I watched the pe- they produced like some amazing fucking people. Oh, like what came out? Cause some of the yeah. stuff that came out of it that I had was, um, <laughs> so one of me, again, the first black general in the U S air force, uh, George Spanky Roberts oh. was the first black commander of a racially integrated air force unit. So the first time ever that whites they, and black yeah, or racially. The, integrated. Yeah, yeah. He was, anybody. The, he was the, uh, CEO of that. Uh, Daniel Chappie James Jr. was oh, the first black four-star general. 300 of the original Tuskegee Airmen uh, were on hand to receive the Congressional Gold Medal from uh, <laughs> W in 2007. You think he put those on himself? There's the fucking lion? Just fucking 300. Good question. Thank you. Thank you yeah. for your service. Shake yeah. down. Thank you for your service. Shake down. They had a metal hanger and a handshaker. Yeah. Mm. There might have been like 300 Marines that, because doesn't a Marine present the award to the president and then the president puts it on their. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. 300 dudes. That's a lot. That's what she said. Uh, yeah. That's what she said. Um, is that different? Is the Congressional Gold Medal different than the Congressional Medal of Honor? Yes. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Look it up. I don't know. If the president himself is awarding it, I'm guessing it might be the the one in the same. I was looking up some uh, facts and I got sidetracked. And I know we had talked about this on the Hitler episode, but Hitler committed suicide on my birthday. Oh, nice. George Washington was inaugurated on my birthday. And Brent's going to fucking hate this, but me and Willie Nelson have the same birthday. <laughs> I don't know Willie Nelson's birthday. April 30th, motherfucker. Is that, is that your birthday? Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. I don't hate that. I kind of love it a little bit. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> Do you? <clears throat> yeah. I kind of like Willie Nelson a little more now. Yeah. Yeah. He's fucking all. He's my artist now. And then a couple of years later, uh, Barack Obama. Um, uh, invited the surviving Tuskegee pilots to his inauguration um, and talked about the, you know, the, the, uh, he said the career in public service was his career in public service was made possible by the path heroes like the Tuskegee airmen trailblazed. So yeah, it's a, <clears throat> it's a crazy story. The racism they faced overseas, the racism they faced in Alabama. I mean, the you gotta fucking think, it was designed for them to fail. Yeah. It's like you could have put it in an airfield in California, which isn't nearly as racist as a fucking yeah. airfield in Alabama. Mm. You know, we, but I mean, it's like, let's put it in the most racist part of the country, give them the strictest fucking washout rules. So they can't even make it like, and it just, again, it was just like the, the super tank that made them fucking develop. Super I mean, you're right. It's what makes it's what makes you know Army Rangers Rangers. It's what yeah. makes fucking Navy Seals For Seals. Sure. It's what make you know special ops. Yep. You know special ops. Yep. You know. I'm wondering though, like how yeah, training. the hardship and training. How much and, it did affect like history and 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 moving forward with civil rights. Like if that had not if they had not been afforded the opportunity and just had to wash dishes or some bullshit, right? And were never allowed to be pilots and well, never allowed to prove themselves. And you're right. Where too. would we be? Today? Yeah, and you're right too because you know all you hear about is like the white people that hated them 
or right you know the the oh you're not coming into the officers club but there's no telling how many white people were like damn these motherfuckers are cool and there's you know exactly. what i mean like you don't hear those stories and you where, don't hear an account. and you know it really happened yeah. too where it's like oh no these guys are fucking all right you know what and i mean i'm like, sure these there guys was are cool you know there's probably a fucking racist ass white pilot who was fucking about to get shot down by three and fucking Germans, him. and then yeah. the fucking Tuskegee Airmen flew in, saved his ass, yeah. and fucking might have given him tipped a change their, of heart. their little yeah. hat. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, oh, fuck. Like, like, okay. I'm buying them yeah, a the drink respect of land, it. Yeah, know? the respect of it. Yeah, you never know. Like, you don't hear those stories, though. You only hear the hate, you know? The same thing with that black uh, tank brigade. Like, everybody yeah. respected the fuck out of them, and they were just fucking brave and ballsy, yeah. and I mean... Yeah. So yeah, I, I I think they I think the impact that they would have had I think they definitely planted a seed. Yeah, and for sure, change. like that guy, the guy they saved might not have come back and let his daughter marry a black guy. But he, but in the same sense, different. he was like, hey, well, you know, hey, I'll wave to you. Yeah, now. exactly. Like you exactly. know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, we might yeah. not be having dinner together, but it's it's yeah, hey, yeah. I respect you. Can you can drink you out know? of this fountain. And yeah, I'm not yeah, yeah. Call the cops. Yeah. Fucking, so yeah. you know, it's it. it, I, it even if it's on a small scale, marginal scale, it did change something. The first lady flying in that fucking plane and whispering in the fucking ear of Roosevelt, like all those little things. Yeah, you know, it changes tips the domino. Yeah, for sure. And that shit falls down. Like, just seeing photos. Have you seen that lady like with black pilots smiling, flying around for thirty minutes in a fucking plane? That's sketch, bro. Yeah, anything could have gone wrong. That plane could have crashed. That's the first lady. That's that was ballsy. Yeah, yeah. Let it happen. Yeah, that too. But like you saw, have you seen that thing on? It was on Facebook or Instagram or something where they take the domino and it starts small mm-hmm. and they multiply it every time and it would domino. be like oh, fucking, yeah. it'd be like the size of the Earth by like the fucking sixteenth yeah. one or it whatever. It's like some fucking crazy fucking yeah. like like scale like and that and that's really like what you, when you said like it's the domino effect like that's kind of how it works. It's yeah. it's that one small piece and it fucking just becomes bigger you know and bigger. bigger and bigger. I and saw bigger. one too. It was talking about like how like the the opinion of of one can influence the opinion the opinion of many. Yeah, even indirectly whether yeah. you agree with or not. It was like a little girl decides that she's not going to eat meat. And she goes vegan. And then her dad's yeah. like, well, we're vegan. Fuck. So she start, they start cooking different at the house. They're like, well, right. we're going to make something for Cindy. And so the family goes vegan. And they all start eating And then it's way, like, yeah. then there's a there's a, a barbecue in the neighborhood. And they're like, oh, we're going to have some Johnson's over. But, you know, those Johnson's, some, I don't think they eat meat. we got to right. make sure we make something right. for them. Well, yeah. Cindy doesn't eat meat. And so then they make some different options. And then a bunch of people, it's like, oh, wow. Now, yeah. fucking 40 people on the block are having some veggie burgers because they wanted to make sure that the, that the Smiths yeah. had an option yeah. or whatever. So it's weird how it's the same kind yeah. of principle as a domino. It's yeah, it's for wild. sure. Yeah. yeah, it's a trip. So that's Tuskegee Airmen. I am. I'm. I'm very curious. I mean, I have been since it since it came out, but I'm very curious to see Red Tails. Is that George the one Lucas. with? Uh, is that the Lawrence Fishburns in that or something? I can't remember. I don't. I don't know. Who's, for some reason, I want to say Cuba Gooding Junior's in it, even though that was like well past the no, time he wasn't. He, in he is in. Yet. He is yeah. in one of those movies because the documentary I watched. He narrated the whole thing, um, and he is in. Uh, one of those movies I just can't remember because there's a couple and then I also found a three-part series after the fact I was like well where the fuck was this yesterday like uh it's like right. Red Tails three-part series yeah I fucking googled the fuck out of that shit and I ended up watching this other one and I was like well it was fine but the other one looked like it might have been better Red yeah. Tails was 2012 it did not get a good uh Mm-mm. rotten tomatoes 2012 to whatever I was watching looked dated but maybe they like aged it a little bit Cuba Gooding Jr., uh, Terrence Howard, uh, David Oyuelo, um Neo. There's a couple. There's two Neo. different. Michael movies B. Jordan, Method Man. 
What? Method Man? Uh, That's yeah. not the one I saw. Mine must have been older, whatever I was seeing the clips of. They kept flashing the clips of the movie in some of the documentaries. All right. I'm going to fucking piss right my here. pants, bro. Really? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm getting I'm going to take a cup pee-pee. Well, you're this guy's talking. Talking. Tell me that guy wasn't playing just like a super racist guy. You can see it on him. You can Lee, see it. <laughs> Lee Turgeson. Like I've seen hey, him in fuck? other Lee stuff. But yeah, Lee Turgeson. I've seen him in other stuff and he's a good actor, but I just can't help but look at him and think yeah. in the context of this. Movie, oh, no, he was a German. He was playing. I think he was. The or he was a white Colonel, officer. Yeah, or, yeah, for sure. Some shit yeah. like that. Yeah. Motherfucker, blonde hair and blue eyes. You fucking. Of course they cast that <laughs> yeah. fucking guy. Yeah. You motherfuckers. <laughs> All right. Um, social media winner for episode 638, Vincent Van Gogh, Madness on Canvas is going out to Penguin Jewelry, Renee Clark. Going to get a T-shirt uh, for interacting on Instagram and tagging us. She makes Penguin um, Jewelry. She does, apparently. Go right. check it but out. That's all it takes on Instagram. Go Share some out. shit. Share some that? shit. You get a T-shirt. Penguins are cute as fuck. Are they? Yeah, they are. They? they waddle and shit. Are they? Have you yeah. seen them? Yeah. Have you seen a penguin waddle? Yes, I have. When? In real zoo. life? At the zoo. No, you haven't. I have. Those aren't even real. Yeah, they have them. No, they're not even real. Diego Waddle Animal Park, they have them. No, those aren't real. All right, check out Penguin Jewelry on Instagram. Renee Clark, supporter. If she does, in fact, make and sell Penguin Jewelry, I don't know. But Frankie Pigeon's going to reach out to you. Get your shirt size. Penguins making, aren't like, even real. Is she making jewelry out of, like, penguin bones? Pull that shit up, maybe. Oh, that could be uh, bad, yeah. yeah. Oh, but I they're like already that. dead. Now she I'm just talking gets, about Once it. they no, die. Penguins are real. That makes it more limited. No. Nope. Like she ivory. Made, if she after finds we talked about the hooker canoe, she made a penguin canoe. The jewel, the jewelry's yeah. better if the penguin suffered. Everybody That's right. That. Yeah, definitely. Oh, so. And it's luckier. T- you never, you ever think about that? Like the rabbit, the rabbit's foot's lucky, but the motherfucker is dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's because you took his luck. Maybe is yeah. it? Is that what it is? Yeah. Now he's got bad luck. He dies. He took the luck. Mm. Were all the feet lucky, or was it just that one? <laughs> just the back paws. I don't think the rest of them are lucky. Mm. Well, the rest is of them both is bad definitely paws? not lucky. Both. Yeah, there's two. But are both of them lucky? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. The rabbit as a whole was unlucky, but his feet were lucky. He took the only the lucky part. If I was going to get a lucky rabbit's foot, I wanted one where only one of the feet was lucky. Because you're splitting mm. half of my fucking luck. You can't have both. Well, you, get fucking... you get That's two rabbit's feet. That's right. You need both. You need yeah. a pair. Rabbit's no, feet pair. foot isn't lucky enough. <laughs> I want rabbit's feet. I'm not feet. bothering. Yeah. I want penguin bone jewelry. That shit's yeah. lucky. We're also part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. I think network. their bones are brittle. Go to podbelly.com. Check out other cool podcasts like Robots for Eyes and Hillbilly Horror Stories. Uh, Also, uh, Sobeking Podcast is brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. Um, It is nutritious, delicious. We have a fucking horde of hot sauce right now and fucking hats, 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 and fucking cups. We got all kinds of shit. And uh, people have been posting That's my first ding in like six months. Yeah. It's kind of weak. Being honest, <laughs> but you got to get your strength back. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I don't to. intend to. You just yeah. said something about the way you said that was like an asthmatic dean. Yeah. I was like, it was it, about, but it was, it's out of it range. The same. Uh, There's two whiskey you got glasses. Fucking nine foot arms. Well, no, I reached out, out and then I was like, oh, let me. And then I was like, fuck, I got to go around a glass. Like it wasn't. I couldn't move that glass out of the way. No, that's fine. I'm not going to ding it again. Yeah, she moved it further away for the record. I thought it was appropriate. It was a weak ding for a weak six months. Yeah, asthmatic ding. Like. It wasn't even intentional. Like yeah. the only reason I brought it up is I was surprised that my arm instinctually what, what happens is supposed out to, to happen. make a ding. Pavlovian, yeah, he yeah. drooled a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Teco hot sack. Every week we make a post, and uh, sometimes we're way ahead of the game. We pick someone not deserving. Sometimes uh, not. Shamika, Shamika gets it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. yeah. we like the name, and yeah. she did participate. And it was her name Shadik and me. Yeah, Shadik and me. Yeah, yeah. Shadik and me two twelve. <laughs> Who's yeah. been drinking your tequila? 
I don't, you know, I don't know. Because that's like low, man. Yeah, it is low. It's like yeah, lower than like the last that. time I, I saw I know it. you don't like it. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Speckles has been in here. And it gets moved around a lot. Maybe it's know. evaporating? No, like the lid's not tight? Is it light? So. Is that, I never fuck with that. I don't know. Let's see there's fingerprints on this motherfucker. Definitely does look lower, though. Now yeah. That's no, that pretty tight. I mean. No, that's tight. That's not evaporating. It's yeah. pretty tight. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. We need to put marks on the bottles. Yeah. Just fudge. Um, so yeah, participate and you may be rewarded with Teco. If you can't find the flavor you're looking for, um, we'll send it to you in the hot sack if you're the winner. Um, but you can find it at Walmart. You can find it at Target. Most major grocery stores have it. You can get it on the internet. Um, you get it at mexgrocery.co.uk if you're outside of the United States yeah. or just Google it and there will be some kind of distribution in your area. Um, you can also go to shop use code sofa King at checkout and get an exclusive sticker with your purchase as well as save some money. And they've got all kinds of cool stuff over there. It's not just sauce. Um, if you want to support us and let Teco know that you're supporting us, but you're not a hot sauce person, um, you're missing out one. But they do sell socks and fanny packs and all kinds of shit over there. Um, so go to shop and use code Sofaking Podcast at the checkout. Don't forget to use that code because um, if you don't use the code, they won't know. Say something nice in the in the notes section too. Mm-hmm. Tell them how fucking cool we are. Yeah. How much you love Brad. They love dick pics. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, that could be. That could be. <laughs> that's for. That's for uh, Jimmy D. Yeah. Oh that's, my that's bad. Yes, that's yeah, not who we're talking D. about. I mm. thought you were trying to rush to these. No, no. Also check out Two Day Banners. Go to uh, the number Two Day Banners dot com. Use code Sofaking Podcast at checkout. Save some money if you need a banner and you need it fast. Two Day Banners is the place to do it. Um, check out Print Dirt Cheap. You can go to Print Dirt Cheap to get stickers, printed goods. Um, they can source all kinds of printed things. Um, they got flags and tents and all kinds of crazy stuff over body there. Body paint. Yeah, body paint I didn't see on the website, no. but you should go to the website and check. And then while you're there, buy something and use code Sofaking Podcast to save some money. Um, also, speaking of dick pics, Jimmy <clears throat> D's Tees at JimmyD'sTees.com. Um, he makes T-shirts and stuff for us. He does silkscreen printing. Um, and the stuff mm. he makes for us is available on our website at SofakingPodcast.com forward slash shop. Um, go over there and support us if you want some gear. Uh, that's really helpful if you can't be a patron and have some type of reoccurring support. Uh, you could at least wear the t-shirt yeah. um, or get a hat. Even though it costs like 20 like something dollars for a shirt and only $12 for a year to be a, a patron in your father's love and, and get bonus love. episodes. Yeah. But you make the decision. You make yeah. the choice. It's up to you. You make the choice. We like both. We all make choices in yeah. life. Life's sometimes choice. sometimes they're, you know. Life's a dance you learn as you go. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is that how it goes? The yeah. George Strait song? No. Tango or Roomba? It's not. It's not? It is a country Kenny song. Kenny Rogers. No. You Billy should actually Nelson. know it. Mm-hmm. Kenny Loggins. No. Kenny Loggins. Logan Nelson. I don't like, I don't like the name Kenny Loggins. Yeah, Kenny that's Loggins. That's appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a top gun. That's my hacker name. What? Kenny Loggins. Kenny <laughs> Loggins. <laughs> Loggins. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, check yeah. out SKR Apparel at com. Also, check out Retro Vague and check out Mindframe Podcast mm. at mindframepodcast.com. Yeah. And other than that, I think that's all the things I have oh, to God say. Damn. Yeah. Check out uh, Southwest Bowling Lanes, uh, yeah. Bowling Alley. They're not a sponsor, They're but not, we like talking yeah, about them. Yeah. Sure. So a couple of quick uh, mentions to some patrons. We, we beta tested a feature of the website, and some of our patrons participated. We were, we, select we were, few. Select yeah. few. We were thinking about putting a section on our website where <clears throat> patrons could post like a bio of themselves right. so the patrons could get to know each other. We called it the master beta um, test. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a master beta test, and yeah. uh, we had a handful of people. So handful, one of them. Handful is about right. That's yeah. all that guy yeah, had. Yeah, yeah. One, Just yeah. about a handful. handful. Yeah. yeah. So one guy um, was uh, Matt Mulgrave, mm. 
and uh, his he, family died at the mall. That's how they got their name. Actually. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. And it was like in 1800s. Like there weren't even yeah. malls. Like they uh, built a mall. They were like, one day there should be a hut here full of sunglasses yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a court full of food. <laughs> and yes. They died. Yeah. There right. should be a bun yeah. made of sin. <laughs> 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 and a journey to shoes. Yeah. <laughs> they were, they were like yeah. way, way yeah. ahead of their time. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, mm. but they all died there. Yeah. If and you look the, to the Pacific, there's a sun. Yeah, yeah exactly. They, yeah, they had yeah, all yeah, of it. All yeah. this stuff. Yeah. Um, Victoria, and then the one, Victoria shall tell secrets. <laughs> I have <laughs> cut the feet yeah. off of several Indians yeah. and put them in a locker. Yes. And uh, it was like, yeah. We will have such uh, great things as uh, beds, bats, and even beyond. <laughs> <laughs> Macy, do you know her? <laughs> they, yeah. they did a great job. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but unfortunately, they didn't have anything to sell, and no one had any money. Everybody was yeah. a peasant. No. Um, but uh, and the killing Indians thing and putting their feet in a locker—that was kind of that was really what led to them getting killed at the mm. mall. Yeah. Do that it. was a there was, a there was a kind of a revenge situation, um, and they all got killed and had their their feet cut off. Well, so. pro- they couldn't defend themselves. They had an old navy. <laughs> 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 geriatric boatman <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean like what are you gonna do yeah so but he inherited all their money and uh, he spends part of that on our patronage yeah. good thing they they all died at a young age too they're forever 21 <laughs> yeah. it's in, just, our hearts. It's, in our hearts in our yeah, hearts yeah. that's yeah. it yeah <laughs> so thank you thank you matt Mullen. and they built it on the mainland that was a good thing <laughs> oh man oh man <laughs> <laughs> But thank you for being a patron. Thank you for spending your uh, your ancestors' money uh, supporting us. Yeah, nice. I mean, you can say they had a target on their back. <laughs> it would seem so. Yeah. My brain isn't even searching. I haven't been that. to the mall in so many. I, yeah. No. Came yeah, up yeah, with that yeah. many. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So we're not topping that. Obviously, Dave's done with that one. Yeah. So it's Brad's turn. Yeah. Uh, if you're on Reddit, go to r forward slash Sofa King Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Sofa King Podcast. Personal Instagrams, I'm at Raised with Wolves. Sofa King, Britain, Sofa King, Dave. Also, yeah, check yeah. out El Yucateco underscore hot sauce, Jimmy D's teas, and Podbelly. Pretty much it. Don't be a retard. Mm-hmm.